You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hello and welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mashable's Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as John. Ja, I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, 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 Ja, what's going on, man? What's going on? What's going on is we do not have Mr. Skinny Penis with us this week. No Josh Kinder, uh, but he'll be back next week, hopefully, as long as everything's okay. Hope that rash works out, buddy. So yeah, that'd be that. I think he just yeah Dang it. i lost it i had something good i lost it you <laughs> threw me off one. at the rash it was really good so like mine i freaking totally missed out oh yeah sorry that, that wasn't uh discussed before <laughs> uh, this is episode number 113 we are recording on june 19th for release on june 20th we do not have a big show this week and I know normally when I say it was going to be a short show, it turns out to be like a 90-minute show. I just don't think that's happening this week, to be honest with you. Uh, Overwatch is pretty quiet right now. Uh, there was a Jeff Kaplan interview with Stylosa where he just goes over a couple things that we've already talked about, uh, but with a little bit more detail. And when I say a little bit, I do mean a little bit, so we'll discuss that a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about the end of the Overwatch League Season 1 uh, a little bit. And uh, yeah, we'll see see what else happens. But it's, it is just a quiet time, and um, I don't know. Like the same complaints. Usually, like you know, we if we see something in the farms and from the community, we'll you know we'll bring it up. We'll discuss it on the show. But from you know, I check the farms religiously, and from what I'm seeing, it's the same things over and over again. Oh, there's a fixed win rate. Oh, well, you know, we need to buff this character. Oh, we need to nerf this character. That tells me things are actually kind of stable <laughs> right now. If you're getting the same complaints over and over again, uh, like generic ones like that, things are actually, you know, kind of stable. Even though we do know that Brigitte needs still needs some work, but I think people are finally learning to kind of play around her, right? Um, to a degree. To a degree. Yeah, uh, I think, so. honestly, I think Brigitte's fine. I think Konzo's the problem. Yeah, we're, we'll talk a little bit about Hanzo too, um, in a, in a little bit here. But you know, before we get started, I do want to welcome anybody listening for the very first time. Uh, thank you very much for checking out Watchpoint Radio. We do talk about Overwatch news and some esports, and we sh- uh, we uh, and competitive. But the show's focus is the community and the state of the game. Uh, if you enjoy the show, you can follow us on Watchpoint Radio on Twitter. Or you can all or and or you can join us on Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons. We'd love to have you there as well. And as always, I'd like to thank any returning listeners. Thank you guys very much for checking in with us weekly, whether it's your first for listening or your 112th. Thank you guys very much. 
No new subscribers this week. Actually, no, that is a lie. That is a lie. Because somebody subscribed while I was streaming the other night. Hold on a second. Hold on. Actually, two people. Sorry. We got a blind gentleman who resubscribed for the fourth month in a row. Thank you very much. And Drunken Monk, who resubscribed for the fifth month in a row. Thank you very much. And Frasley S. gave us 100 bits, too. Just because. So we, we appreciate the support, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, also, new patrons. Okay, Bob. I'm going to say Blazing Bob has resubscribed for seven months because that literally just happened right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I thanks, was like, Bob. well, you're not saying me, and I've been going longer than anybody. Yeah, so thank you very much, <laughs> Bob, for your support on the show. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we did have new subscribers, no new patrons this week, uh, and no new community feedback this week. So uh, let's kind of just get into it. Bob, how has your weekend Overwatch been? Um, really, actually, like I played one time since our last episode, I think. And it was it was uh, an impromptu Friday night game night and then watched Overwatch League and then played Extremely Hammered for a little bit after that. So... Um, my, my week, I just really haven't played much. I've been watching a ton of Overwatch League and then in my off time, I've been playing like Assassin's Creed. I was just kind of taking a, taking a break from comp and everything else while I took in the last of the league. Gotcha. What about you? Uh, I don't know. My, my, my week in Overwatch has been actually pretty stable, um, on my main account, well, actually, I, I took Jaw now, and I was like, okay, well, I think I'm going to try to make this my main account now, so I'm just going to go ahead and get the SR back up, because I have been doing a lot of uh, things I wouldn't recommend other people do on that account, you know, and the SR was in flux, it was whatever, and I don't think I've lost a match on that game in the past two weeks, but I've only played, like, I don't know, somewhere between 10 to 15 matches, I think, so... Yeah, nice. it's still it's still below 2,800 for sure. I just can't remember exactly what it's at. But I made one of my other accounts DPS only. Like, I will only play DPS on that account. And uh, the other account, though, the last account, I do whatever we're playing with the team. Like, whatever character I'm playing with the team, like, which is a Zingata right now, I'll play him or Brigitte. And that's it. Those are the only two characters I'll shift to. Um which works out in most cases. I actually have, I just haven't been losing a whole lot, to be honest with you. So, but, um, nice. On that DPS character, I was like, you know, actually, we'll be, this is before, this is before, uh, you know, um, comp, like last week when I was playing, I think with, uh, Nidorino and a couple other people on Quick Play, I was like, oh, let me check out Hanzo. Cause, I mean, no, obviously I know about the Hanzo changes. I played against Hanzo. I played with Hanzo on the PTR, but I never actually played with Hanzo after the changes went live. Never did it. So I started playing them in Quick Play, and I'm kind of decimating people, but it's Quick Play, right? You know, it's Quick Play. I'm getting plays at the game. I'm like, okay, whatever. But then I started, I was like, oh, it's a DPS only character. I may need to go Hanzo for DPS at some point. Let me, you know, start practicing Hanzo. And I thought this would be an unfortunate thing for the people I was playing with. But no, like, I think I only lost one match with Hanzo so far. And uh, just consistently gold DPS over 10K. 
double digit eliminations. Uh, you know, I don't want to say high, you know, dragon strike kills, but we're probably like, you know, close to 10 or so, you know, on, on dragon strike kills. Now, mind, be mindful of this. This account that I'm playing on is low platinum, right? So <laughs> be mindful of that too. I'm not saying I'm, you know, the next coming of the Shimada brother, you know, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, Yes, Shimada Ja. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, this is a character who I have never, I have never played Hanzo in comp before. Never. And, and I've been telling you to do it for ever. Like, since I joined the show, I kept telling you to try to try Hanzo, especially every time he said that you hit scatters easy. I was like, well, then play him. And you just <laughs> Here's never the did. issue. Here's the issue with that, though, right? Even though I'm doing pretty well with Hanzo, at least from a stats perspective, I don't enjoy playing him. I, I'm I'm kind of getting bored playing him. And I know before I would have been really bored playing him. Now he's you know a bit more in the mix. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Everything about his kit should be enjoyable for me. Everything about it. Like it takes skill. It takes accuracy. You gotta leave the shots a little bit. I love shit like that. But when I'm, he's I, got I got the cool second jump. Yeah, he's got the cool second jump. Like that's like. That's like a dodge from Unreal Tournament. Like, I love that. He could wall like, climb. Yeah, I mean, like he, he's he's got a bow and arrow. He's a freaking samurai. Like, what's not cool about Hanzo? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everything about his kit, I should be, I should be like, oh man, this is great. But when I'm playing him, I'm just I want to play somebody else. <laughs> you know, like, like I had to force myself to pick him every time, I even think it's when the, the situation. Inner anger. Inner anger. <laughs> kind of like your. Your relationship with Bastion? Well, no, I get a kick out of playing Bastion and not going in the century. I love doing that shit. I love doing recon, recon only Bastion. To be perfectly honest with you, um, but a control. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, no, like here's okay. Let me tell you something about recon only Bastion. Right when you play recon only Bastion, I don't think people expect that you can actually aim and shoot with him. Because when you're a recon, they do stupid shit. Like, they think they have the advantage over you. But you don't. Because I can self-heal myself. I can, and once I'm healed enough, I'll just, you know, aim and, you know, headshot you. Like, that's it. And on top of that, they're constantly waiting for you to go into sentry. So, you know, it's like, it's like a waiting game. And if you never go into sentry, they're like, well, what do we do now? So I, I, have, <laughs> I have a good time playing Recon Only Bastion. I love I'll getting the card. <laughs> I love getting the card for, for Bastion Recon kills, you know. <laughs> but yeah. But um, with Hanzo, I, I don't understand why I just don't enjoy playing him, right? I just want to play somebody else like a Pharaoh or I, I prefer to play Pharaoh or Soldier or Reaper or something like that. Even Tracer, I prefer to play if I wasn't trash at Tracer. Um, I, just, I just know that I am, I am still trash at tra Tracer, so I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to do that in comp, at least not for now. Uh, if but, I could. Hmm? I was just going to say, I'm not a psychologist, so I can't dive into the deep deep ish issues you have with playing hanzo yeah i think I just, we're gonna have to get kinder on for that yeah <laughs> look, look into jaw's soul yeah like i just or we just can get not... death blow to you could just do a series of grunts and breathing and death can you know uh translate that for us because he's got your he's he swears he's got your grunts down to an actual language 
Yeah, he's pretty close most of the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> some things just aren't worth saying, Bob. So, but yeah, with Hanzo, I, even though I'm not enjoying playing him that much, I am doing well with him in low platinum, you know, if that says anything. And it just kind of, like, compared to what I used to get with Hanzo, then not playing him for a long time, and then coming back, and this is it. Like, it's not even like I had to warm up to him, right? The only thing that actually helped me a little bit when I was playing with the new Hanzo was that I took my Zenyatta crosshair, which is a dot in the middle, and then a circle on the outside set to 61. Like, the crosshair gap is set to 61. I took the crosshair gap and took it down to 45 to compensate for the speed increase of Hanzo. And so when people are strafing and I'm using Storm Arrow, it's like you put the edge of the circle on those people and you're not going to miss, you know, yeah, with Storm and, Arrow. But, and I think that the Hanzo changes with the projectile speed and the fact that Storm Arrow, if your medium range is pretty much hit, uh, hit scan, I think that made it a lot easier for hit scan players to transition over to him. Right. Well, I'm even hitting like Pharahs and shit like that. I I, I knocked a, a Valking Mercy out of the sky in comp today. Yeah, that that's <laughs> like are you talking with Stormbarrow because no, that makes it a lot was, easier. Not with Stormbarrow either. That was the one. Like I just kind of nice. tossed it up there. I tossed it up there, expected not to hit it because she was trying to fly away anyway. It's like dink, gone. <laughs> I was like, wow. If you watch the pros play. That's how they do Widow and Hanzo. Nobody like really tracks and then shoots. They yeah. track for a second, then flick and just let it go. And then they'll just like they'll go out of aim like out of aim mode. And half the time you hear the the plink of the head and the uh kill like like noise, but they've already looked someplace else. So they're like snapping to it and you watch in the slow motions when the widow's going it's going really slow while it's tracking and you'll see it go really fast right to the head and then shoot but the slow-mo is going the same the same speed so that lets you know how fast they do that last correction yeah it so, was I, mean, just I think like, that's what you're supposed to do yeah i i think so too she was dead so <laughs> I figured that was the way it was supposed to go. Uh, but playing with him, like, it just made me realize how much they lowered the, the skill floor. You know, before with Hanzo, to, I, I, to get scattered down, you weren't just going to pick up Hanzo and get scattered down, right? You, you would have to play with him for a little bit of time. Now, some people thought that it was longer than others, but I, if, a you play with him. Trial and error. Wasn't yeah, like as you, intuitive as other skills in the game. Right, yeah. Like you just play for a few hours focusing on that and you will you would have got scattered down. With Hanzo, I just kind of picked up the character. Like, you know, I just picked up the character and started fucking shit up. Uh maybe like the I I was using um Storm Arrow to break shields too, and maybe some people don't necessarily do that. They don't think it's worth it. Uh but yeah, that yeah. that might have helped. If they're in the higher tiers, they they know it's worth it. Like as oh, soon as you get into diamond, man, your freaking shield is gone, like that. Right? Yeah. Like I was able to break shields, which made these tanks with these huge bodies open, so that I can farm them for ultimate. You know, that's basically what I was doing. So yeah, I always and if had the ride just happens to drop the 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 shield, then like you sometimes you'll just plink a zen you're just like oh nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely it's kind of like so, the yeah. junk rat thing 
just throwing the nades, and then you're like, oh, I got a kill. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I was, I, I now that I've played him, I played against him, and I knew, I knew we had, I knew there were people who probably wouldn't have been able to play him before playing him now. But now that I'm playing them, I was like, man, like they've really lowered the skill for the, the skill ceiling is still there. Don't get me wrong, like you, you, yeah, you, I would agree uh, with that completely. A master's Hanzo is is, or I should say this: a gold Hanzo is not going to compete with a diamond Hanzo or a master's Hanzo. Like you, there's no competition there. Uh, you're still rewarded for being accurate and being able to lead the shots properly, and you know stuff like that. Yeah, However, especially at like past medium distance. Yes, but like I think that the problem that we used to see before in the, in the lower tiers is that Hanzo just wasn't really effective. Not you know, at all, man. He it's wasn't like effective at all. That that and Widow, and I'd say still, I don't like I don't see Widows that aren't just boosters playing somebody else's account doing well regularly in plat or or lower. It's only Diamond where they start to really come up and then they're real streaky like sometimes they're on sometimes they're completely off and then uh but yeah the hadzo i think it made it a lot a lot easier and accessible for a lot of people i think that's why a lot of people don't complain when he gets chosen now too right yeah which is, is great for him like i just you know i don't watch high level play i would have to actually talk to a master or a grandmaster um Oh, when I say high level play, that's why I mean like that, like you know, master, grandmaster, not necessarily Overwatch League, but it, that, like having a skill ceiling that's that low would only make the people who are already good at Hanzo that much better. You know, that yeah, would be a floor, big concern. skill floor, skill floor. Yeah, I said skill ceiling. Sorry, yeah, skill floor. Um, that's a bit concerning to me, and that's the problem when you you have with uh, balancing characters like this. If you take a character that has a high skill cap. And you make them easier to play while sure the rest of the community, their lower end of the community now can has access to that character. Uh he'll get picked more. I think it, it that you can make that character more OP in the higher tiers. So like when yeah. I am looking when I'm looking in the forums, like I see people like I will see people complaining about Hanzo being OP. And I'm like, now I'm just like, oh, they're probably in Masters or they're probably in Grandmaster or something like that. Because down in down in like Platinum, he's not OP. People miss way too much for him to be OP. Like yeah. I had a duel like earlier um today, I had a duel with another Hanzo and we just we were just missing each other and missing each other and missing each other. <laughs> That's always the best. Totem and Slambo had one of those <laughs> early on when uh 1v1 first came out. They they did it. They literally shot at each other like 20 times, not with one hit on each other. And they're like point blank. And they're just punching each other. And ended up someone ended up winning because of, of punching. Dude, like I, I stopped in the middle, all right. And I, I started typing, and there was one more arrow. He had his shot it toward me, like shot past my face. He still missed when I was standing still. And I was like, I forget what his name was. I was like, we deserve each other, <laughs> you know, because we couldn't hit a goddamn shot. So, Ugh. you know, yeah, like it was. Um, you sound like you were having fun. Yeah, like, I thought that moment was funny. Like, you know, like I think like my accuracy with Hanzo is like around like uh 47 percent, right so i'm missing half my shots well, you're either <laughs> you know? you're either not shooting enough 
or you're extremely good because like like Masters GM is like thirty three percent for well, Lonzo. I, the, the thing about Masters GM spamming though is like so much. They they're also spamming a lot, but they also have people who are playing a lot smarter, you sure. know, too. So that's the thing, like when I'm able to get behind a tank and just make sure, you know, and just farm them, just keep plugging them to get, you know, my alt charge, that I, I'm assuming that's not something that's happening in Masters GM, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I could yeah. yeah, I could I could definitely see that. You're probably not catching people, you know, not behind shields. The shield breaks people take the proper corners rather than just standing there. Yeah. Yeah, so but I definitely don't spam shoot with Hanzo. Maybe I should start that. Maybe I may be even more successful <laughs> with him. Um but uh yeah, so it's not like I'm having a bad time playing Hanzo. It's just that when I'm playing him, I'm just kinda like, okay, I kinda wanna be done with this, but I don't necessarily wanna change up the team composition because everybody seems to be doing okay <laughs> with Hanzo. So yeah, I mean I I I I'll probably I'll you know I'll I'll, I'll keep trying to get better with him because he's not i don't think he's really going to go anywhere and it's great I, I i love shooters with mobility right he's everything i'd want mm-hmm. in a character he has high mobility he has a dodge he requires accuracy he has you know he does you know some pretty heavy damage he can take damage on top of that you know and yeah i don't know but i was just i, I, I was just very surprised at how much they have lowered the skill floor right so that's the thing. One other thing I I need to make sure I don't get used to is dueling Widowmakers with Zenyatta because I've been doing that in solo queue on one of my accounts because uh, they can't yeah. hit shit. Like they Dude, can't hit they anything. They will nail you when we're playing <laughs> in the freaking team. Like, oh man, you'll like charge up that that right click. You come over and like sometimes you'll even get the right the the right click off. Like not as much as you used to, but you're right. dead. And then you see the kill go, uh, but it's just it's just not worth it. It's then, not even that, yeah, dude. Then, like, like then we've lost our zen and don't it's have not that even 30%. that. Like some of these widows in platinum, like they're trying to shoot and it's just like no fear. I'm just like jumping around, shooting single shots at them, bink, 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 gone. Like they're out. So I just got to remember not to do that. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a slippery slope. I that's one of the main reasons I think I dropped down so much for a couple seasons is because I spent so much time playing on fun Bobby and gold and just developing bad habits that happened automatically. I'm still right. breaking some of those that I got now, you know? Yeah. I'm um usually I by default, I'll still try to hide from the widow, but if I'm hearing shots go off and I'm not seeing any bodies drop, <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of like, mm, maybe, <laughs> and then I'll go out there and end up killing a Widowmaker. But I just got to keep that in mind. But yeah, I don't know. I've been playing a decent amount of Overwatch uh, over the past um, over the past week. I did. I, I keep for some reason I thought the season was ending this week, so I I was a little hesitant to play on you know Jaw. But no, I think that might be next week. I mean, we got to be coming close to season end soon. So uh, I know on my main account, I'm not touching that in competitive for the last week. We already know that that's that's the no go zone, right? So we don't we don't do that. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and move into our main topic here, 
which uh, they Stylosa had a Stylosa is, is Bob's favorite person, by the way. And um, Stylosa, <laughs> see, this is what Blizzard's doing right here. No, I just went into like that was Aussie or that was, something. That was that was Aussie. I'm like, I don't think that's <laughs> the same thing, Bob. <laughs> uh, but no, I think Stylos is entertaining. I just think he and he's kind of stopped doing the like the strategy videos. Like he's stopped those quite a bit. So I'm not I'm not really mad at Stylos anymore. He just makes entertaining videos now. For the, gotcha. for the most part, some of his stuff I'm still like, dude, come on. Mm, okay, well, I just I just wanted to get a status update on your relationship with Style Osha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he had an interview with Jeff Kaplan where Jeff, you know, he did clear up not necessarily clear up a few things, but talked a little bit more detail about the LFG system. Uh, first thing that they talked about is L- they know that the LFG as it stands right now is not perfect, which is fine. They can put a feature into the game and have it not be perfect. They can put a feature into the game, see how it rolls out, and improve from there. They already have systems that they're going to be improve, you know, uh, improving upon that they know of in future patch- patches. Like there's going to be a ready system. Right now, it looks like when people get into the match, there's really no way to let everybody know it's ready. Like everybody just goes in the match, and then the uh, the group leader will queue when he's ready, or he or she's ready. Sorry. And um, what else? There's also, there's no great way to replace players right now. Like once you, you know, you finish the LFG, you get your group together, two people leave, you have to take your entire team back into the LFG, essentially. So they're going to be working on a way to fix that. Not fix that, but improve on that. And he also talked about a feature that they had that they took out and may put back in. So originally there was a feature to restrict certain characters where, cause right now it's restricted by classes. There's damage, there's, you know, support, there's tank. And there was going to be a feature so that you can say, I want a Pharah or I want a Brigitte in these slots. And that would have been it. You know, that there was no way for anybody to pick outside of those characters. They removed that for now. And they want to see how it goes. I can almost guarantee that that is going to come back, especially with them combining the damage category, you know, with the offense and defense, there's no way they don't bring that back because the damage category could be anybody. You could say, I want two DPS. Somebody comes in, one person picks May and the other person picks Symmetra or Torbjorn, you know, like <laughs> that's the thing. Like, Torb- I think just pick- May strat. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> So I mean, it'll be a little easier in LFG. Actually, no. Like, we're gonna say like they they can you can restrict classes, but you can't restrict people. So like the damage class is really big. It'll probably be a little different if they didn't combine those two classes: the damage and the uh, the offense and the defense. But I can almost guarantee you that's gonna come back. Yeah, you know? I think so. I, th- I mean, I think I think they're just trying out. They they they, they want to move slowly. They don't want to put too much in it right off the bat while people aren't familiar with it. So I think they figured less is more for right now. And I I, I mean I think that's fine. I think that uh, you're going to be able to see the endorsement level of the person, and uh, you should be able to tell that you know that that they're going to actually play. You get to talk to him prior. Um, but I think that's definitely something they'll want to put back in for extremely restrictive teams. 
Yes. I mean, you, basically, they just need to give the, the, the community tools to so people can make the groups that they want to make. You know, if somebody wants to try out some crazy comp, they can do so. And everybody knows ahead of time this is, you know, what we're doing here. Six DPS. All right, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to lock everybody on damage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally going to do it now. Well, yeah, go for it, Bob. Ex- Enjoy the fun Bobby experiment. It'll be mm. six people willing to do six six DPS too. So true. Yeah. So I think I, I'm also. I mean, the the replace player function will probably work out pretty well too. Like, like when they get that back in, like instead of going just out of the game into your group, maybe you still are in your little LFG uh, menu. Maybe you can queue directly from the LFG menu. You can't queue from the LFG menu. I just, I haven't done it, so I don't know. They're saying it's hard. Like, I don't think you can actually go back into it after you queue the first time. You know what I mean? I right, think that's yeah. what they want to add. So that if you, when you lose someone, it goes right back in and there's five people queued looking yep. for one more. Yep. That's what I think they're going to do. So I'm all about that. Uh, he also talked about endorsements and endorsement rewards. So one, they don't know what rewards they're going to give yet. They say, oh yeah, we've been really quiet about that. And that's mainly because they don't know what rewards they're going to be giving out for endorsements. And they will not be on a schedule. So you won't receive endorsements at the end of the season. You won't receive endorsements every few weeks. You won't receive endorsements every few months. It's just whenever they feel like it, Well, depending... You should say you might receive endorsements to all those things you just listened. You know what I mean? But they're just not going to tell you. Uh, it might maybe. be at the end of the season. It might be every two two weeks, and then a, well, a week he, later, the next time. In, and in the interview, like, like very specific interview, yeah, it's going to be random. Like, and very specifically, they said that they don't want people to be able to guess when they're going to when the endorsement rewards are going to come out. Yeah. So yeah. that that that's the thing, right? They don't know. They don't. They're not going to tell you it's coming. They're just every once in a while they're going to check in on the community, and if you have a certain level of endorsements, the I don't know the, the loot boxes or uh, competitive points, maybe because of course the most important thing in this game are those golden guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I said you could add you you might to every one of those is because. Since there is no set schedule, it could be at any time. So you could say it might be every other day. It might be, you know what I mean? We just don't, we we just don't know. We'll have to wait to see if there's any sort of pattern after a few of them have been given out. Maybe that'll be the new, uh, what do you call that? ARG? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think there's going to be a pattern. Like, even if they do give it to you at the end of the season, maybe the next time they give it to you in the middle of the season. Or maybe the next time they give it to you in the sixth week of the season, <laughs> you I'll, know. So I'll be in. I'll be interested to see how they do it. Yeah. So I just want. I. I mean, these systems. I, uh, everybody knows this is, these are the things I've been wanting for such a long time. And LFG, uh, like a reputation system, like endorsements, you know, something like that. So I just want it to come out. What I'm not excited for is that the fact that more than likely Symmetra will come with them, and they have not made any change i don't actually unless i missed it they have not made any changes to her on the ptr they're like she's still 
she's still in their current state and she is still threatening to turn Overwatch into a circus. <laughs> you know. So we'll see, but and it'll probably be well, I don't think we'll see her though in season eleven. I hope not. I really hope not. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't want to see release her. her like tomorrow. I don't want to see her in her current state at all. <laughs> to be perfectly honest <laughs> with you, so I hope that they don't release her in season eleven. Like I mean, and this, I, she's one of these characters that like if you haven't been on the PTR to test her out, this change that they're, they're that they're bringing, like the way it plays, right? I mean, we've talked about the changes, but the way that the changes play out is going to turn this game upside down. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. So I think I, I'm really hoping that we just go into season 11 on this same patch because I really just want to watch the Overwatch League grand finals on the same patch that we're on in competitive. Right. And dude, maybe that's the, dude, maybe that's the answer. What's maybe, the answer? Maybe like we treat competitive just like the Overwatch League and quick quick play has, you know, all the changes that just recently come from the PTR, but comp doesn't. Comp is on whatever patch the Overwatch League is on at that time. That would be sweet. I would not be opposed to that, but that would make things pretty difficult for the the Overwatch team because the patch I mean right now the patch comes out and that's it that's just the patch but basically you you're you're wanting them to two have patches. Yeah, like well two sets of damage numbers, two sets of um you know uh stats for abilities like and this is enabled for this and this is enabled for that. That's just bugs waiting to happen. You hey know, man, I, if you're going to wish, you got to wish big. I would love for them to be to be able to do that. But at the same time, like it'll be tough. I mean, the the from a technical perspective, it's not impossible, right? Um, like I'm trying to think, like uh, who did that? Who did that? And people hated it. Um, Mortal Kombat 10 was it 10 or was it nine? MK9, I think. Basically, you're the um, every time you booted up the game, right? The stats were changed for characters, not in a patch. Just checked in with the server, and whatever the server said, like, this guy does this amount of damage. This guy does this amount of damage. At the time, that's what it was. So they didn't have to patch the entire client. If Overwatch was to separate, or the Overwatch team was to separate their quick play servers from their competitive servers, and when you went to a competitive game, the competitive game, it update, like, part of the connection query was to give you stat updates on your heroes. Like that's that's definitely a possibility that can happen. However, that just sounds like a lot of work. I'm pretty sure they don't want to do, <laughs> you know. But boy, it'd be cool. Yeah, like uh, that would be nice. Like I I think competitive should be played on the same patch that the Overwatch League is playing on. That makes total sense to me, you know. Um That'd be awesome. Yeah, that that would be great. I and mean, the fact that okay, fine. Put this into the game put this change to the game, but it's only available via quick play and you can see it play out a bit more. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it's what they do with characters right now, but that's a little easier. They just turn that character off for that game mode, but that would really, I, I just thought of that. That would, that would really be awesome though. It would be huge. You'd get a lot more testing, like good testing of your, 
of your of your new changes because it'd be right it'd be right there in client. People right. use it to warm up, get tested on all the art on all the arcade modes too. Be cool. Yep. So, uh, yeah, wishful thinking, but yeah, like I said the the, uh, the interview was only about I don't know twenty four twenty five minutes long. They they didn't confirm guilds for uh, Overwatch yet. We do know there's some more social features. One update Jeff Kaplan did have because originally when they said that they were expecting to have more social features in the game by the end of the summer, that doesn't appear to be the case anymore. More than likely, social features are going to be coming to the game. More social features are going to be coming to the game later this year before the end of the year, they hope. So that being said, I really don't think we're going to see uh, additional so- social features until BlizzCon, probably. Probably at BlizzCon, we're going to get an announcement for some new social features because they might as well just hold on to the news at that point. If they're not going to have it out at the end of the summer, just hold on to the news and show know, that it BlizzCon. That seems like a ways away, though. Well, he already said they hope that by the end of the year, they'll have the next the, the new social features out. So that already tells me they're true hoping for december <laughs> you know they don't even yeah. know for sure so they're hoping for december so it'll, be, it'll just be another announcement to make like on top of the character we know we're gonna get on top of the map that we know we're gonna get um, should we be getting the new character we should be getting a new like character the next month next month in the next month we should be getting a new character we should have a new character before summer games yeah they uh, begins in august tracer's girlfriend is on the ptr now what a spray of her. Yeah, there's a there's a worthless goddamn spray, the PTR, yeah. <laughs> that's got Tracer's girlfriend. So, is Tracer's girlfriend coming in too? Are they uh, just gonna skip right over Hammond to just throw in Tracer's girl? She doesn't seem like there's nothing that we there's nothing we know of so far that would suggest that she's a hero. Nothing. At least with Brigitte, we knew that she was like Reinhardt's squire, right? She built his shit so she could build her own shit, you know, and she could get into the Well, Tor built Ryan's stuff. Well, she maintains it, though. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, she... Like, she I mean, know, when did we find stuff. that out, though? You know what I mean? Like, was there a spray of her in the game before we found Brigitte? out? Brigitte? No. I, like, I, I'm just asking, was there? No, no there was a comic book. There was, the first we heard about her... The first we heard about her was in the comic book with her and Reinhardt. And that was early. That was really early Overwatch. So I think that was... I read that one. I think that was after the Symmetra one. Um, Yeah, but like it was was super early. And and I'm pretty sure it was year one Overwatch that we got that. So that was the first year of Brigitte. Yeah, I didn't read the comics until I started on on Watchpoint Radio. Oh, comics, the that. the comics just weren't my thing, but well, now I do it for you guys. Yeah, so so you you never read the Symmetra comic then? Nope. You should read that one. It shows you a lot about her personality. Maybe I should go back. I I mean I heard about the different comics on different podcasts. They're not <laughs> long either. They're not no, no, like they're not. long or anything. And I mean, I like them now. If they came out with longer ones, I would read them and enjoy them. I especially like the the animated ones. Yeah, yeah, like the Doomfist one. In my opinion, was the best one they ever put out. That one was good. 
Yeah. So, but I don't know. I don't know what why they're dragging their feet, man. They could just, they could just like literally like just sell like they could sell them individually. They could put them in a in a pack and sell them. Like you know, people want Overwatch lore. Like, why are you leaving this money on the table? It's whatever. So. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll do that this year. They have to make a change this year. This is year three. And something besides, you know, new characters and new maps has to change. Like, people have been dying for lore for over two years now. Give them what they want. Uh, you know, are we just going to have these year three events? Like, the same events we've had for the past two years again? Like, are we going to do the same thing over again? There's a like, lot of people asking that. You know, like it, like something something's got to change. Like it'll be awesome if they change the events to like you know fit more lore into it and stuff like that. Like I don't know. I don't want to sit here and just speculate. Like they could do this, they could do that, because then that would make us a YouTube channel that makes Overwatch content. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, uh, so at least something has to change, and I'm waiting for a hint of what they have in mind because I know that they don't just want this to sit here and be the same thing because. Uh, you know, the events do bring more people in, but like the third time, I'm pretty sure it's going to have less and less and less effect. Uh, Overwatch, as a shooter, is facing stiff competition from Battle Royale games like, you know, Fortnite and PUBG. So they got to do something, right? Like, they, like they, yeah. uh, it's, it's Blizzard here. Like, I, I just have faith that they will makes that they will be trying something different besides the normal formula of character map. Uh, event character map event, you know. So, yeah, I'm hoping for, and I'm hoping for more of those PVE things. You know, it, they oh, they did never say it was just going to be once a year. It'd be nice if those would start coming rolled on. We're starting to see the extra competitive seasons that are popping in there, which are kind of yep. cool for the little arcade games. Wait to see a mystery heroes uh, competitive because like that would be freaking hilarious. That seems like that would fit well for Halloween, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mystery heroes, you know. Yeah, it'd fit because you dress it up like someone else. Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. Actually, I think one. I don't know why they didn't do why they decided not why why they didn't do this for Halloween yet. But I think one of the best skins, skin, like skin type deals they can do for Halloween is to put somebody else's outfit on a different Overwatch character. <laughs> That'd be like one of the best things. Like have like Reinhardt wearing Reaper's jacket, you know? <laughs> well, they did, uh, it did like, uh, I mean, it's not exactly the same, but they did like the Overwatch League team, uh, or the Overwatch devs did something like there was a sign that said, let Torbjorn have wall climbs. So they put Torbjorn's skin on Genji's model, and then you got to see Torbjorn wall climb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, they'll do some like like weird things sometimes, the devs will. All right. Now let's move on to the Overwatch League season end. Now, if you listen to this show, you know I'm not a huge fan of Overwatch League. This is this is Bob's baby. <laughs> you know, this is everything Bob has wanted in esports since he's heard about esports. Is this not is this not a true statement, Bob? Yes, uh, it 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 really is, man. It really the regionalization and 
just everything about it, the teams that are easy to remember, the rival the rivalries, the just the excitement, the analysts, you know, by by the end of it we're having great content between uh matches and during halftimes. The casters kept getting better and better. The commercials actually got pretty like pretty good, pretty funny. They had a lot of the casters and analysts make uh Toyota commercials. They kind of reminded me of those old American Idol commercials where they'd use the idols. Uh kind of kind of hokey, but you know, good cheese is how I describe it. Um it just did I mean there was just a lot of things. And then I got to, to cover it, you know, behind this the scenes at the end of Stage one finals and the stage three finals, and I'm going to the to the grand finals, and I'm going to get to hang with you in person. Uh, so we'll actually have a selfie together. It's going to be great. Uh, the whole thing was just a uh, it was just a great roller coaster ride. Blizzard coming out, hoping for thirty to fifty thousand average viewers. They get one hundred k throughout the season average. I mean, it's just it's been a roller coaster of a ride, and it's been a good time. Uh, they're getting more teams in, possibly four more teams. So it's going to turn into something where I can't watch the whole thing. That's for sure. Uh, but I think they're going to do more regionalization. And I really feel like there's going to be at least one more arena as soon as season two. Right. Well, they'll probably have something here on the East, right? Um, I'm thinking, I mean, they sold 20,000 tickets to the grand finals. Right, yeah. I do know, like, I have some some insight onto, onto things happening here in this area uh, for esports. And I don't want to mention any names, but I, there has been rumblings of building a esports arena around here. Well, I feel and the, like... And the, and the words Overwatch were thrown around in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the perfect spots are... New York, Philly area, and Texas, Dallas, Houston area. I mean, you have two different, two different uh, franchises close that can split the cost of that. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of different things that you can do, that you can do since there's two of them close. Yeah, they the only reason I would think they'd probably do Philadelphia versus New York is purely cost. I think New York would be the better market, to be honest. But the cost of building an esports arena in New York is going to be outrageous. Yeah, well, I mean, I think if they build it in Philly, I mean, people in New York can come. Yeah, not to mention, like, um, like I know, like, Comcast uh, is, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if they own the Fusion or have a partnership with the Fusion. I think Comcast is the owner, they're the owners of the Fusion. Like at at the end of the day, oh. um, I'm pr- like they have like in Philadelphia they have so much real estate like they are they have like for fun sports buildings like oh, over here like if you ever come this way I'll show you what I'm talking about but they have a lot of places that they can like turn into they, like they wouldn't even have to build anything new if they didn't want to right they could just turn a building they already have into an esports arena I could that would either that actually would probably be a little bit bigger than the one that's in um. Not in, they're not in Burbank. Are they in Burbank? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in, in the old t- uh, Tonight Show studio. 
Yeah, like so, like yeah, like it. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, but yeah, I mean, I would see. Imagine at least a no, one, at least one more, um, arena, and then especially you know you can have games going in different locations at the same time. That that would help a lot, right? I mean, you can yeah, have, it would help a ton. Yeah, with the with the timings of things, but you're right for the people who are covering, you know, Overwatch League that would cause a bit more of a problem because it's going to be more and more but it's kind of like people who cover basketball or football well football's a different story football's definitely easier to cover than basketball in my opinion um but you know like uh yeah like someone who covered like basketball or another sport that just has games all over the place all week all the time you know having to end up catching those recaps because there's just no way you're gonna be able to watch all that stuff yep yeah it'll definitely be a it'll be a but I think it'll just leave more open to content creators to make more content because there's not going to be any, I mean, not even ESPN will be able to cover it well. Right. Well, so, see, it's not, it's not like they cover every basketball game, you know? Yep. And that's, and that's what basically I'll move to personally on the Al recap is what have kind of been moved to like the second half of the season is just talking about what's important to talk about and what's actually viable, <clears throat> you know? And like the only reason we talked about the Shanghai dragons so much is because they broke records. With yeah, I like was, I was, I, I did watch, I watched the game where they almost beat the mayhem. Like that was a tight game where the mayhem, I get the mayhem came back on them and I really wanted them. To, that was the last Overwatch League. It was an Overwatch League game that I watched. Like, because after that, I didn't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, that that's, that was just a bummer of a season. It'll be interesting to see what they do. But there'll be more teams coming in, so maybe they won't be the worst. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm gonna switch my allegiance to Shanghai Dragons. It's not like I'm a real fan anyway of the <laughs> of the of the fusion. It's just like, I just wanted to get one goddamn win. Like, come on, guys, get it together. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you can do this. Yeah, well, I think I think it's I think it's going to be cool, and it's been a roller coaster. I'm going to get to play a lot more games now, though, because I, I won't be watching so many league games. It'll be interesting. I'll check out the contender seat a little bit, but I'm not really, I'm not really a minor league sports type of guy. Gotcha. So I'll recap then. What are you guys going to do in the off season? Uh, interviews. Uh, we possibly might even switch to a bi-weekly schedule. It just all depends on if we can give enough, uh, if we can give enough content, but interviews analysis, we'll be looking at, you know, any team changes, stuff like, uh, stuff like that. But basically, I mean, we're going to be leading up to the, I mean, we got the finals all next, uh, next month, and then it's going to be leading up to the world cup. Uh, I'm sure we'll take a couple weeks off leading up to BlizzCon too. So it'll be, it'll be kind of hit and miss. Right. And there's no overwatch league draft. No talk of that or anything like that. huh? Not yet. There was when it first came out, but they said there was going to be a draft and a combine, but that that never came through. There was some sort of legal ish uh, issues with that. I don't know the particulars of it though. Legal issues for having a draft? Yeah, it's like I don't know like what it what it was, but something about international. I'm not sure. 
That just sounds that that sounds a little weird because it's not like it's not like other uh other sports don't draft internationally. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah, I'm just I'm guessing on that. I'm not really I don't I don't I don't think they ever actually disclosed the details of why they didn't do it. It just disappeared. That was definitely a plan though early on. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not going to dig too deep into it. So, but you were pretty happy with the way this se- like the season went. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It, it was really cool. My team didn't do as good as I had hoped, but they really made a turnaround in stage four and ended arguably, you know, top two team in the 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 league. So it's pretty cool for stage cool. four. Yeah, but I mean. That's the league at the moment, you know what I mean? So feels good to end on such a on such a high note. Right. So the teams for the playoffs are locked in. They are locked. And now yeah. my dog in the race is the Philadelphia Fusion. Oh yeah, because they, they did make it to the actual playoffs. So it's Oh wow, s- you have a hat. <laughs> it's my it's my signed hat by everyone on the team. Oh, nice. Yep. I got that when I was down there at stage three. Yeah. If you're in the Philadelphia area, I have to let me look that up real quick. If you're in the Philadelphia area and you want to I think the team's going to be there, go to two, at too many games. I think the team's going to be there. They're definitely having a uh like an event there. Let me see if I can see like a meet and greet type of thing. I think it's the Philadelphia Shoot Fusion so- showcase so you will be able to play against their lesser team for sure, but I think the Fusion will also be there. When did F-U? the final start? Talking about huh? F? Are, are F-U, you talking yeah. about F? FU? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what'd you say, though? Fusion University. That's it, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is um, it's it is an amateur tournament, so Fusion University is definitely going to be there, but I don't have all the details, but I do think the team, the team themselves are going to be there, so... We'll see. But yeah, like that's if you're in the Philadelphia area. You can check that out. Too many games. Uh, it's an event. I Just hit me up on Discord because I can get you the info. I just can't remember it off the top of my head right now like, <laughs> where it is. It's like, it's a, it's at a, I think it's at the Oaks Convention Center, like right outside of Philadelphia. So you can check that out. That just made it just remind me. You showed me the hat, like, you know, seeing the team all together. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean. I when the season started, I wasn't too excited about it anyway. I tried to get into it; it just didn't happen. Like it does, like I don't know, like Overwatch as an e. I can I'll, I can play Overwatch all day, but Overwatch as an esport, like to watch up to watch it, does not excite me. I mean, I have watched esports all day. Like I'll watch Evo the entire weekend. Like I don't do anything Evo weekend. <laughs> like I actually have it streaming on my uh, big TV up front the whole time. You know. Or when I'm watching, uh, you know, something from Counter Strike or something from StarCraft, but for some reason I'm just over- watching Overwatch. Like I'm just like I'll just go play, <laughs> you know. So that's just me. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I don't I know. It grabbed me tighter than anything ever has. I think just being around the excitement of the World Cup last year is really what sparked it. And since then, it's just been it's been awesome to watch. All right, nice. All right, like I said, I don't want to string this along too long because it's, like it's going to be a short show because there's just not much happening in Overwatch right now. Um, 
hopefully next week, you know, we have some more information on what's coming, like maybe when Symmetra is going to go live or maybe when, you know, uh, you know, what's going to happen with the LFG stuff or, you know, maybe more new clues on a new hero. But, um, yeah, right now, like I, I gotta be honest, like ever since I've been like, kind of podcasting Overwatch, this is the most stable I've probably seen Overwatch. Because we usually, we have never had this situation where we just didn't really have anything to talk about. Even the topics we had today, you know, Bob's opinion on the Overwatch League, me talking about my experience with Hanzo, or, you know, that, that, that you know, short interview with Jeff Kaplan, like, that's normally like weekly updates, right? So the fact that things are kind of not like, you know, like I'm saying the same complaints in the forums, general complaints about general things that you know, are more subjective than anything. That kind of shows me that Overwatch right now is actually pretty stable where it is. Are characters exactly where we want them to be? No. <laughs> you know, but people are getting used to it and they're playing around it. That's why I'm a I'm a, I'm a big advocate for not constantly changing the game. <laughs> you know? So, and of course some people may disagree with me because some people might think that that's just boring, right? Like, you know, Bob may be bored right now because there's nothing changing, but for me, it's kind of like, okay, well, things are stable. Now we can tweak the way we play and get better at the different things that we do. Like, we can, you know, fine-tune how the community plays a game. So I'm actually in a pretty good spot right now, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's like the calm before the storm because we know the new Symmetra's coming. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty tired out and tuckered out from the Overwatch League. It was, uh, I'm tuckered. So I'm I'm okay with uh, no, you know, a little bit of stability right now. Right, yeah. That's the. I mean, I I, man, I don't play Overwatch that much, and I don't watch over Overwatch like right like that. So I really don't get burned out from it. But I do enjoy. Like actually, I picked up uh, Killing Floor because it was twelve bucks. Killing Floor Two was twelve bucks this weekend, and me and Bond started playing that, and the game is pretty fun to play. So. You know, I played that a little bit, but for the most part, I don't feel like an Overwatch burnout or anything like that. I've just been having a good time. So, uh, but yeah, no weekly updates this week. Uh, we're just gonna go into our closing. Any uh, game nights happening this week, Bob? We do have a game night uh, this week. It is the Overwatch League Network, and it will be on Saturday night at. 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Maybe it's 8. Might be 8. I don't know. It used to be 9 when the Overwatch League was ending then, but there's no Overwatch League this week. They're off for a couple weeks before the playoffs start. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, So with that, let's see. We got prepared to attack. Um, We've been talking about this for a few weeks now, but Batch 5 is complete. We do have, we were going to record, we were going to make changes to a recording last week that did not happen uh, for good reason. So in the coming week, you'll probably see an update to Mercy, I believe. And then we're also working on updating a few other characters. Uh, Then we'll probably hit the Brigitte. And then we have some more stuff on the way for Prepare to Attack. So, you know, if you have checked out Prepare to Attack, you know, like, there's going to be some new stuff coming. If you have not, I highly suggest you do because it will do nothing but help you. Trust me. So check out Prepare to Attack. You just go to um and look for Prepare to Attack 
on the website and you can get all of our episodes there. You can also find it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Music, all that good stuff. Uh, we do live stream. If you're not here for the live stream, we do live stream every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we'd love to have you here for that. Uh, we'd also love to hear your Overwatch stories, and we will get into our contact info, so you can send those over to us. Thank you guys very much uh, for those who have sent us Overwatch stories in the past. We do have a PS4 club, uh, PS4 community, Xbox One club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. I will be organizing another PS4 game night. I was going to try and do it this month, but it just didn't work out. So sooner than later. Um, when I have a good date, I will let you guys know, and we can do that. And I'll also be organizing one for the Xbox, too. But we'd also love to have all of you guys on our Discord server, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. Uh, any platform, you guys can come there, and we can, you know, talk some Overwatch or, you know, whatever. And I always like talking about Heroes of Overwatch. It's a Facebook group where you can find people to play with, or you can just keep up with the latest Overwatch news and, or the dankest memes of Overwatch doesn't matter the platform so definitely check out here as of overwatch those guys are awesome if you're listening to this podcast on like let's say not a podcatcher like you know soundcloud or something like that you can check out the show on you know your favorite podcatcher just search for watchpoint radio on either ios or android or you know either of the it should be on it's all over the place trust me and if it's not if you cannot find this show on your favorite podcatcher whether it be you know, Stitcher or Pocket Casts, even though those are the ones I definitely know it's on, but you know, something like that. Um, you can go right to the Matches Buttons website and get the RSS link and pop it into the Podcatcher. So, like I said, you can catch Watchpoint Radio on all your favorite mobile devices. Uh, the Twitter for the show is twitter.com slash Watchpoint Radio, but you can also catch us on twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash Match Those Buttons, and youtube.com slash Match Those Buttons. Bob, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. Everything I do there is in the description. All right. And you can find me on Church of Jai on Twitter. So it's twitter.com slash Church of Jai. And if you want to see me streaming, you can find me on this channel, uh, twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Um, we do have some changes coming to the streaming schedule. And I shouldn't say changes, but... Uh, so we have some news for the streaming schedule very soon. Uh, so I'll get into that a little bit later. I may start streaming. I may start doing a dedicated stream on Sunday and Monday nights. We'll see about that. Um, right now, actually, I am playing through the division. Just the story, though. Like I'm not really doing the dark zone or anything like that. Me and Keylock are going to go through and play through the division. Because, uh, you know, he just wants to catch up on the story. Get ready for the division, too. So we're going to do that. Uh Let's see. Oh, yeah. Contact info. Besides the uh, Twitter, you can also contact us at WPR at MashThoseButtons.com. And, you know, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Facebook or the website, wherever. And if you want to, uh, you know, send us some feedback or an Overwatch story or something like that. If you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and uh, rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. And if you want to take it a bit further, you can also... Uh, subscribe to our Twitch channel. It's, like I said, twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. That's a huge help, and thank you to all of our subscribers. You can uh, buy some merch from teespring.com slash store slash mash those buttons, or you can become a patron, which is patreon.com slash watchpoint radio. And, you know, all those funds go to both 
Watchpoint Radio and to prepare to attack. They help, you know, bolster both shows. So thank everybody for their support so far. Uh, you know, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. And I also encourage you guys to check out mashesbuttons.com slash shows. You check out all the other shows we have on the network. We have two World of Warcraft podcasts. We have a, div- a division podcast. We have fighting game podcasts. So we should have something for you besides Overwatch. So <laughs> thanks a lot, guys, for listening or watching if you're live on the stream. And we will catch you guys later. I'm going to go eat some chicken. Chicken's good. Yes, it is. <laughs>